Welcome back to Page of the Wind After Dark, the sexy alternative take on Page of the Wind. This is Page 766. Ooh. Penthe slashed and spun and whirled and struck and struck and struck, and then they stopped, the tip of Penthe's wooden sword pressed to Shaheen's white shirt. I gasped, though not loudly enough to draw any attention. Only then did I realize my heart was racing. My entire body was covered in sweat. Shaheen lowered her sword, gesturing irritation, admiration, and a mingling of other things I couldn't identify. She bared her teeth a little in a grimace, and used her hand to chafe roughly at her ribs where Penthe had struck her, the same way you rubbed your shin when you bark it against a chair. Horrified, I turned to Vashit. Will she be the new leader of the school? I asked. Vashit looked at me, puzzled. I gestured to the open circle in front of us where the two women stood talking. This Penthe, she's beaten Shaheen. Vashit looked at me for a moment, uncomprehending, then burst out in a long, delighted laugh. Shaheen is old, she said. She is a grandmother. You cannot expect her to always win against a limber young thing like Penthe, all full of fire and fresh wind. Ah, I said. I see. I thought. Vashit was kind enough not to laugh at me again. Shaheen is not the head of the school because no one can beat her. What an odd notion. What chaos that would be. Everything tipping this way and that, changing with the luck of one fight or another. She shook her head. Shaheen is the head because she is a marvelous teacher and because her understanding of the Lathani is deep. She is the head because she is wise in the ways of the world and because she is clever at dealing with troubles and problems. She tapped me pointedly on the chest with two fingers. Then Vashit made a conciliatory gesture. She is also an excellent fighter, of course. We would not have a leader who could not. Means Ketan is without equal, but a leader is not a muscle. A leader is a mind. I looked up in time to see Shaheen approaching. One of the cords holding her sleeve in place had come loose during the fight, and the cloth was fluttering in the wind like a luffing sail. She had donned her lopsided yellow cap again and gestured a formal greeting to both of us. Then Shaheen turned to me. At the end, she asked, why was I struck? Curiosity. Frantically, I thought back to the final moments of the fight, looking them over in my mind's eye. That's the page. I mean, that's the page. Ooh, I'm Nick, the sexiest of your co-hosts. I'm Jordana, and I dislike this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeremy, and I do like this bit, so sorry, Jordana, you're outvoted. God damn it. That's right. We're a democracy, and Jeremy would, and I form a voting block. <laughs> I it love democracy. It would make democracy. more sense if there had been something sexy on the page. Ooh. Sexy is in the eye of the beholder, Jordana. Yeah, you don't think that a fight between a geriatric lady and a, uh, well, a young woman are, is not sexy? Uh, although, this does segue into a thought I have on this page. Do you think Vashit is like sexually desirous of Penthe like she's very um appreciative shall we say she is quick to compliment uh she's all fire what did she say yeah all full of fire and fresh wind a limber young thing and on the previous page she calls her uh what is it full of fury like one of our old ancestors do you think that she like you know as sexually liberated as the ADMR do you think that Vashet you know perhaps has her eye on on uh, Penthe, or do you think it's just admiration? I think it's just admiration, but if we later learned that they had a fling, I think you could point to this as evidence. But nothing in the text right now suggests to me that her 
admiration is anything other than like the you know the admiration of like one skilled fighter respecting the skill of an uh, another skilled fighter i mostly agree with jeremy but i posit that if she were feeling a sexy way about penthe it would be based first in admiration for her ability and then would have grown into something sexy i don't think it would have started as something sexy well there you anyway, go no need to shoehorn sexiness into this that's right. Hello. Excuse me? You're excused. Well, forgive your, I mean, you were lucky your we're not in the same month. room. I would have like lunged across the room and strangled Nick. I didn't realize <laughs> that the reference to a shoehorn would get you so riled up. That is not, <laughs> ah, the gaslighting is strong with you guys lately. One of the many benefits of uh, recording a podcast remotely. That That's I don't right, murder can. you from across the room. That's right. We're yeah. safe from your your quick fists. Yeah, the number of times you wound the cable across my throat when we were recording in the same person. Yeah, yeah. Leaves me done. Indeed, done. you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> the number of times you chased us around the recording studio, whipping us with a microphone. That's a that's the waste of a good microphone. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> you hear that? We're not even worthy of microphone whipping. Does this betray some of Quoth's prejudice when he thinks that they're like barbaric enough that they would settle, like they would, like like fashion? Fashion has the right response, right? Like, which if, is like that's silly. Why yeah, would we do that? Yeah, it's silly that we would let our school be run by whoever could like win a fight. And also, she recognizes that like there's a lot of luck and uncertainty involved in a fight. Like a single fight doesn't necessarily mean that someone's a better fighter. So I feel like the fact that Quoth's first assumption was that this was somehow like about for the control of the school betrays a sense of condescension. I think that like maybe unspoken, both Quoth and Vashet both sort of think like they are the more civilized and that they are, I don't know how to follow that up, but I do think that they both think they're the more civilized and it's perhaps Quoth I don't know if Quoth's assumption ever gets challenged. I certainly don't think Vashit's ever gets challenged. I don't think anybody ever thinks, any of the Adam never really think that that n- the non-Adamic life might be the better way, right? But Quoth never seems to have that thought explicitly either. Well, I have a slightly different uh, interpretation of that beat, which is that Quoth is kind of a stand-in for the reader in that moment. Because if you've read enough fantasy novels, you have seen societies depicted where where trial by combat solves every problem every political dispute where where like the the warrior society does pick their leaders by single combat which if you stop to think about it for more than a second is not a great political system uh and doesn't make any sense so i think this is almost like a meta commentary to the reader like no of course that's not what happens uh dummy like that's a bad way to run your society it's funny because I I forgot how this whole scene went. And because I like fantasy novels and have, have mostly just read fantasy novels, uh, I I did sort of not question Quoth's question. Like I knew that I knew that the an- what the answer would be, in that the answer would be like, no, this is not the deciding fight thing. Um but like makes perfect sense <laughs> to me like because i've read so many other fantasy novels i'm like oh yeah of course quote quote, quote question makes perfect sense but i appreciate that they that rothbus flips it around it's just like actually reality check 
I think it's a familiar trope in fantasy. And one of the things this book is doing that sometimes we forget because we get a little lost in the sauce is that this book is very interested in examining and maybe uh, critiquing or overturning some of those common fantasy tropes. Yeah, so I think we can take from this that like this is another example of Quoth sort of recognizing the ingredients of a story and maybe assuming that, not that he's in one necessarily, but like assuming the world really works that way. Yeah, like and like maybe it's even based on some half remembered story about the Adam, right? I do appreciate that Vasha doesn't seem like too insulted that he said that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think her point of view is probably like, oh, this ignorant barbarian, he really knows nothing about our ways. I can't, I shouldn't be too mean to him. He's just a barbarian. He couldn't possibly know. Hmm. I also, the, I feel Quoth's, uh, the pressure that Quoth feels when Shaheen decides to pop quiz him on uh, how she got beat, because <laughs> I have also definitely been like, asked a question about something that I just watched happen and then like could not recall what had just happened. Like I've both benefits from having a pretty good memory uh, and pretty, you know, he's pretty quick on his feet, but like I would be completely mouth slack jawed yokel mouth agape. If, if Shaheen had asked me that I, you say pop quiz as a joke, but I kind of wonder if this is actually intentional. I think that throughout this scene, Bashet is sort of giving him a, a prep course in what well she's she's having him watch the fights and she's asking him similar questions who won that fight and why you know what's the difference between these fighters and those fighters i almost wonder if this is one of those situations where it's sort of like a practical exam yeah exactly it's a practicum i, I almost wonder if Vashet and shaheen i'm sure Vashet and shaheen are in touch and so maybe shaheen is saying all right how how much does he know and shaheen Vashet uh, says you know what i bet you that he could tell you this and this if you asked him this like he's paying attention to this stuff anyway I, what i'm saying is that this I, I this isn't just like a gotcha this i don't think it's a gotcha i don't read it that way um i i read it as like 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 jordana said it's a, a bit of a uh, practical test a practical test yeah and it is also i think made to or i mean it certainly has the side effect of showing him off in better standing among the Ada, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. Like I do think that Shaheen deliberately, it's no accident that she's asking him this. And it, I think she is testing him. She's not just like, she's not just asking him for fun or I, she's not asking it idly. She wants to see how much he knows and what he, what exactly he thinks he knows what he feels like he can tell her about the fight. We don't learn much about, other students but i wonder if these bouts are also teaching opportunities if some of the other spectators here are master student pairs who then have a similar kind of quiz afterwards yeah there's at least one master student pair that quoth uh is kind of low-key eavesdropping on earlier but we don't get a sense of exactly what they're talking about and we don't get a sense if they're being tested in the same way anything else on this page i got I nothing oh jordana has a thing no, no, I said she I'm out of things. She's out, out of things. things. I have no more things. No more things. She's got no more nothing. things. Well, we're back to reading letters. This is from a Serbic speaker who writes, Disagreement. Mailbag. Dear Pagers, I enjoy listening to all your episodes, but the ones that give me the warm fuzzies are the ones where there are disagreements. 
not because of schadenfreude or anything. It's just that nuance is so rare on the internet these days, and everyone who's on the same side tends to agree about every single issue. It's good to see that though you are friends and generally have similar politics, you still hold differing views every now and then and have sensible arguments about them, and then continue to be friends and do this podcast together. Three cheers for you all, and chocolate milk for Jordana. Yes! I am so excited for the next couple months of episodes. The Ademra sequence is my favorite of the entire series. I see many parallels between Adem culture and Zen Buddhism. Some of their sayings sound exactly like Zen koans. Spinning leaf seems to me to be a meditative state of mind where you are an observer of your own thoughts. The man-mother's debate is such clever writing showing how cultures can clash on fundamental beliefs. It feels very similar to, to today's situation with the political left and right unable to agree on anything because they start with prior beliefs that are so far apart. When you read this, you'll probably be deep in Ademra. So if you could have only one Adam character returned in book three, who'd you pick? Cheers, signed Acerbic Speaker. Yeah, I I agree that this is one of my favorite sequences in the series as well. And I think that the parallels between uh, Adam philosophy and Buddhist thought are no accident because uh, I think the Adam are obviously drawing from like the influence of martial arts films and martial arts films have a lot of like Buddhist or pseudo-Buddhist thought in them because uh, traditional martial arts are tangled up in Buddhist teachings. So it's all, it's all a rich cultural soup that uh, Rothfuss is, is stirring and ladling up for us. I think you're hundred percent right that there's a lot of uh, Zen Buddhism mixed in with the talk of the Ketan and the spinning leaf and their, their formative myth reminds me a little bit of, I think I alluded, I said that it, it sound, feels like it has an Eastern uh, spice to it. So it, it reminds me a little bit of, as well of Zen parables. As for your ultimate question, if you could only have one Adam character return in book three, that's, that's a tough one, actually. I think the character who I most like spending time with as like a foil for Quoth and who I think has a lot that like they could still add to the story is Vashet. But... I think I would like to see Penthe as a protagonist. I think following Penthe on a on like a journey uh, would be really interesting. I think Penthe would be good as a separate book rather than coming back in book three. Like, I think Penthe would be good as like, uh, like a novella, like what they did with Auri and uh, the Silver Guard. Yeah, strong agree. Uh, Jeremy, do you have? Yeah, I'm. To add? I'm I know it's it's a tough one because I, I feel like the the one that he has the most kind of fun with is Vashet, but I struggle to think what role Vashet would play in the third book. I think it would be. I have a feeling that uh, his various friends are going to come to various unfortunate ends, and so I I I suspect and hope that Tempe rec- returns in the third book only to come to some terrible fate. Well, uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but there it's definitely said that, um, that he can never reveal these secrets and he has to return the sword. Uh, if, if he is killed or if he leaves the school, uh, there's all kinds of, of things that make me think that the Edemra are extinct. Um, the, 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 like the scrail the came over the mountains uh, yeah, in the frame. So I kind of wonder if if the Adem are like among the first to go, because they are geographically close to where apparently the scourge originates. 
and he's he seems okay with telling the story about the Adem and revealing their secrets. On that note, I was going to say the the person that I think would be great to have come back in in the third book would be Shaheen, and then it would be like a tragic death or something. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, if anyone is going to like hold a, a bridge uh, to the last breath, it's Shaheen. Oh, you don't picture her going out like Yoda in her in her bed, passing on one last word of cryptic wisdom. I mean, she could do, but she seems rather hale and hearty. Mm. Well, so did Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's but you know he got, he's got so tired out doing all those flips. That's right. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was lifting the X wing that did it. Maybe that Probably. was the beginning of the end. Yeah, freaking Luke. And there's, I guess, there's only a limited amount of force that one can exert. Wow, wow. I I do think uh, to Nick's point there would be kind of a delicious irony in this. Uh, and it would feel like appropriate, right? It wouldn't feel like a gotcha. But if this society of, of stalwart martial artists uh, were actually the first to go, not because they like got outsmarted, but because like they were just like exhausted by the constant wave after wave after wave of Skrail finally wore them down. Yeah. Like they fight people. I don't know if they know how to fight Skrail. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, they do seem to take the like idea of the demons and the Chandrian the most seriously. So, yeah, who knows? Indeed, maybe they get targeted. Maybe because yes. they know the stories, they're 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 the there. most likely to be able to put up a fight, so they're the first to get targeted by surprise. Yeah, you know what would be great? You know what I kind of wish? I wish that there was a Mass Effect, but set in uh, in Temerant. And you had to like travel around being like, no, no, the Skrail are coming. Don't you see? Don't you understand? And no one believes you. And so you have to. That's a fairy fairy story, kid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so you have to assemble a ragtag team of specialists from every nation uh, to unite against the Skrailing Scourge. The the Rex equivalent would be a stalwart Shaldish fellow. There'd be a, you know, where, where would the, where would the Garrus guy be from? The Garrus guy would probably be from the university. Mm. Or from, no, he'd be like a watchman in Tarbine, but he'd be like a good one. Mm. <laughs> yes, the one good watch guy. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to cover on this letter? I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Just that, uh, even though it seems like we return to Amity after our disagreements, know that I nursed deep grudges against both of you. Yes, I know, yes. you won't play Catan with me still. Yeah, well... You you did some nasty chicanery. Both of you, both of you have have ruined your relationship with me through Catan. disgusting misplays in Catan. Yes, he's like Chewbacca that way. You got to let him win. All right, he's listeners, will rip your arm from your socket. <laughs> listeners, Nick will rip your arm from your socket on tomorrow's page. Uh, the win. win.